Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Kyle Beats Podcast. We're back again with another voice memos podcast is what I'm calling this. Um, basically what I did was I told you guys on Instagram, I told you guys on Twitter, which if you don't follow me, it's at Kyle Garvin Beats. Link is in the description of this podcast. Um, I said, yo, send me voice memo emails. And I said, yo, ask me questions. Um, I've done a few of these for those of you who have been following for a while. Uh, the podcast has been like kind of blowing up recently. Like it's just been, been getting a lot more DMs about it. I've been getting a lot more numbers just on all the Spotify and um, iTunes, SoundCloud. Those are the three places where this exists. So yeah, I want to try to get more of these out to you guys. I'm trying to get like two a week right now. I'm trying to get one or two a week. Um, I just want to get as many out as possible and just hit people up like let's do one whatever whatever because blowing up i love podcasts etc etc let's get it all right so this one is a voicemail podcast you guys ask the questions i'm going to answer them there are a bunch of questions from you guys and it's pretty self-explanatory so if you haven't subscribed to the podcast make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening spotify itunes soundcloud that's where it is right now coming soon to youtube sorry i keep saying that and uh also make sure you give a rating uh on the itunes the podcast app Go to the podcast app and leave a rating. We have like two, almost 300 ratings right now, which is literally like that makes it the number one producer podcast. Like what's good? But no, what's, uh, what's up? Make sure you leave a rating because it helps out um, get it up in the charts and all that stuff. And just thanks for listening. I love podcasts. So I'm glad that I can help you guys live your day, whatever you're doing right now, eating breakfast, like, I don't know, working out, whatever you do while you listen to these, let me know. Tweet at me. But yeah, let's get into it. Voice memo podcast right now in three, two, one. Hey Kyle, I was just wondering if you had any marketing strategies for YouTube and if the if actually paying attention to the YouTube algorithm and studying it is actually worth it or not. Uh, yeah, just those those are the two questions I need. Um, thank you. And uh, my YouTube channel is Andy Beats. Uh, yeah, make sure to subscribe. Okay, bye. So yeah, I think, I mean, paying attention to the YouTube algorithm is, is important. Um, I don't think it's the end all be all. I think you can make some random thing that you like to make and it will come up. The point of algorithms in general is to make it so that the best content that people are talking about and that people like get to the top of the charts. Um, I think what you would want to, um, pay more attention to is like the, the game of what you're playing, whether it's Instagram, whether it's YouTube, whether it's TikTok, whether it's Twitter, whether it's whatever way you're trying to get your stuff out. Um, I don't know, just pay attention to like what works. At the, at the same time though, dude, like you can just make, I don't know, you can just make, Like I would just watch YouTube and just watch, like pay attention to YouTube, pay attention to Instagram, pay attention to like the stuff that kind of works. And like what I did too is like, I pay attention to how you consume the things. I think that's what's important rather than like paying attention to see what works, pay attention to how you consume like YouTube. I think my Instagram really started getting better when I realized that like people don't want to, people don't want a minute long video where it's like, 
the build up to a beat, like people's attention span on, on Instagram is like half a second. And if nothing comes up in half a second, they're going to keep scrolling and just pay attention to stuff like that. Um, I feel like YouTube has a lot more wiggle room. Um, but I think you just need to be involved. Like a lot of people now, even if you're listening to this podcast, this chance you're involved in the producer community. Like I would just dive deep and just like watch other YouTubers and just, I don't know, just get like, just get involved, like watch YouTube and, and just get involved in like the YouTube community. Um, I feel like people use like studying the algorithm and stuff like that kind of as like a way to not upload videos. Like just upload things that you like to upload. And I don't know if it's good, people will find it. I feel like YouTube has really been expanding to the point where like I go through, I go down a lot of YouTube rabbit holes occasionally and like, there's all sorts of stuff, man. Like there's like documentaries, there's like videos that are six seconds long. There's, there's all sorts of stuff. There's stuff for kids. There's stuff for adults. Like, I don't, I don't think you should pander to the algorithm. Um, but like, I think just get involved in the YouTube community as a whole. And when you're trying to create something, you kind of have an idea of what would work and what not is gonna and what's not gonna work for YouTube. Like I make new videos all the time that like no other producer has done and no YouTuber has kind of really ever done. But you kind of know it's gonna work for YouTube because of the style. It's hard to explain, but I would just get involved with YouTube and just watch YouTube videos and know who the biggest YouTubers are and and like. Yeah, I would suggest doing that more than studying the algorithm. The algorithm, nobody knows what the fucking algorithm is. You know what I mean? Like, they say put keywords. One of my biggest videos doesn't even have keywords in it. Like, so I would study the YouTube game in general than the algorithm. But yeah, let's get it. Yo, Kyle, what's good? It's Chrissy Hoax. Y'all can find me on uh, all platforms at Chrissy Hoax if you want to follow me. Uh, I just wanted to say thanks for all the great content, Kyle. Uh, videos are sick. Podcasts are awesome. Uh, but my question is, I was just wondering how you get uh, super inspired before you like go into the studio. Um, like, do you go to the gym or maybe go for a jog, listen to some good music that you like, or maybe you know just eat a really awesome donut or something like that. I was just wondering like how you get super inspired before you go in there, or do you just like go in there with like a blank slate? And then, like, kind of let the the uh, samples or the you know pianos or 80, 808s kind of inspire you. I was just uh, wondering if you have any um, any tips about that. Thanks for uh, answering my question. Man, I think most days <laughs> I don't even have it. I don't have a choice most times. I I have to be inspired. I mean, like, I think I talked about this in the last podcast, the Origami podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Um, I I try to do a lot of different things. Like I'm doing a podcast right now. That's not making beats. Like I do a lot of different things that involves not making beats. So when it comes time to sit down to make a beat, yeah, it's like every other day I make one beat every other day pretty much. And I'm making songs too now, so that makes it interesting. But I try to just have a ton of different things on my plate. So like every time I sit down to like make some sort of loop, um, I'm just like kind of ready to go. And honestly, like sometimes you just have off days where even if the beat sounds good, you don't think it sounds good because your brain is just confused. Like your brain is just hearing music too much. And you just need to stop. I think too is like, um, I feel like my skill level has improved so much the past like three years that like, it's a lot harder for me. It's almost like if you were juggling a soccer ball 
and you're first learning how to, if you're first learning how to make beats, say you're first learning how to juggle a soccer ball. When I was first learning how to juggle a soccer ball, I can juggle a soccer ball now literally the entire day. I could just juggle it the whole day until my leg cramps. Like when I was first learning how to juggle, I fucking hated it. You know what I mean? I would get like three juggles and then I would just be like, fuck, like I don't want to go outside. What am I going to get three juggles? Like look at these people on the internet are getting like a hundred. You know what I mean? Now, I, like I think once you get your skill level up, it's a lot more inspiring because you can create better things too. Um, but I don't know. You're not going to be inspired every day. Like just try to make something. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't just, I don't know. Today I did listen to like some Earl Sweatshirt, just some like new music and just listen to like different types of music too. I feel like when people listen, just people just listen to the same shit over and over, like the same type of beats, the same type of this. And you just need to listen to some random music. Like that last album Earl Sweatshirt put out was so random. It was just like all over the place, but yeah, I don't know. I think the main thing is just doing a, having a bunch of different stuff on my plate. So when it comes time to make a beat, I'm like, I'm ready to go. Yo, Kyle, this is crazy. What's going on, Kyle Beats? This is at Feasible GFX. I'm curious to hear about who you find to be your top artists and producers for drawing inspiration in the studio. It's funny how everyone asks the same questions. <laughs> everyone asks like the same questions. Um, I don't know. I mean, right now, I don't know. Right now, I, I watch a lot of people, I guess. I, I recently haven't been watching any producers or artists like that. Um, but like growing up, Ryan Leslie was a big one, obviously. I've said this a bunch of times, like Ryan Leslie, DJ Premier, Scott Storch, um, Hit Boy, random, but Hit Boy, just random internet producers. Like there was this dude like Levi or something or something like that, like L-E-V-I beats, something like that. He just made beat making videos. He had like a couple placements with people and he just made these beat making vlogs and just I really love people who did the beat making vlogs too. Like I was that's why I always say Hit Boy, which is kind of like I don't not random obviously he's a huge producer but like because he had the beat making vlogs. Ryan Leslie had the beat making vlogs. Scott Storch is just a legend, but he did have like a ton of studio vlogs and stuff like that. DJ Premier just is just a legend. Um I love like all DJ Premier beats. But yeah, those are the ones that kind of inspired me, like when I was coming up, learning all the, just trying to learn everything. Hey Kyle, uh, I'm having some trouble being consistent in my producing. I just wonder if you have any thoughts on that. Uh, you can follow me at Simulation Beats at anything, any platform. All right, so I have the perfect answer. When you're feeling inconsistent and you're not being very consistent, and I don't know, you're making beats. Well, let's say you make a beat once a week. You make a beat every Monday. So once Tuesday comes around, you open up FL Studio and you make another beat. <laughs> and then Wednesday comes around, you open up FL Studio and you make another beat. And then Thursday comes around and you make another beat. And Monday through Thursday and Monday through Friday, the whole week, you make a beat every single day. And chances are you learn something new every single day, whether you kind of consciously know it or not and um a lot of things too that i realized about like creating 
if you're in the point where you're kind of like you feel like you're forcing it and you're getting pissed off like I catch myself now like trying to learn something and, and when you're trying to learn something it makes you mad it's like give me I always give these um stupid examples but it's like when you're playing a video game and you get stuck at a level and you keep dying or you keep losing or whatever you're playing you get so mad and you're you're you try it like 150 times and then all of a sudden you beat it and you're like holy shit that was amazing and then you say you replayed the game and you come across that level again or your friend is at that level you can easily beat it just because you beat it that one time and it's like when you learn something like you're going to come across like how the hell is my kick not hitting or why did my melody suck or why is my arrangement trash or my sounds are trash and you just figure something little out every single day and um i don't know like not being consistent you have to open up fl studio and just keep trying what's the answer to that what's good kyle uh my name is ricks ricks the producer uh you can follow me on instagram at a17ricks r-i-x but uh my question is how how do you keep that fire going? Like, how do you keep that work ethic? Like, I don't know how to say it, but how do you keep that fire going? I feel like it all comes down to just, um, like, habits. Just, like, building good habits. Um, it's like anything. Like, habits are so important, man. Like, I, I always talk about habits, <clears throat> and they're just so important because your brain can only take on a few habits at one time. So if you wake up tomorrow and you're like, I'm gonna post a video every day and post this every second and, and I'm gonna do this podcast or whatever, whatever, I'm gonna make 10 beats a day for the next month. Like you're not gonna be able to do all that stuff at once. So you just need to pick up at little things. It's kind of, it's just like a little thing every single day. So um, it's like two years ago, I was putting out what, like two beats a week or no, three years ago, three years ago, I was putting out two beats a week. I was putting out, um, a beat making video like once a month and it just comes from repetition and habits. And like at the beginning it was rough. Like I was forcing myself to do it type of thing. But now it's at the point where like I breeze through a video edit in like two, three hours. Like I edited the whole video today, like two, three hours. I can record a whole video in like an hour and you just like stick to it. And it's just, it's just like someone who works out every single day. Like if they have a day where they, they're not working out, they're like itching. Like they, they feel like they lost. They're just like, fuck, like I didn't work out. Like I, my whole day is ruined. So it's just like keeping up habits and, and holding yourself to them. Um, and like, there's a lot of other factors that are involved, but you have to hold yourself to it. Cause like at the end of the day, you're in this, you're in this world by yourself. <laughs> like you have to hold yourself to it or else you're fucked. Like, I feel like a lot of people think about like, are they, they're talking to their homies and they're like, yeah, I just got all this work, man. And like, I'm just, yeah, I've been doing mad work, but they're just like not doing shit. Cause you, you'd rather think you'd rather have other people think that you're doing something than you doing something. So like, just hold yourself to it. Pick up a little habit tomorrow. Even if it's simple as like making the bed every day when you wake up or going to the gym and like, um, like a lot of you guys know my story with my mom got cancer. Like when she got cancer my time basically got cut in half, 
Like I have minimal time to do everything that I'm doing. And if you just audit your time, you can figure everything out. Like I wake up, I, I eat healthy through the whole day. I run every morning. I have a podcast. I put out videos every other day. I put on Instagram videos. I actually, I run a pretty size, pretty decent size company is what it is now. It's literally a company, Kyle Beats. And, and I still have time to mess around. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like playing fucking Grand Theft Auto San Andreas on my phone. Like, you know what I mean? Like I still mess around and I don't go through Instagram rabbit holes as much anymore, but like I still procrastinate and like everyone, but you just have to, I feel like I have such a high standard now that I'm like constantly pulling myself back. It'll be a minute that I'm like scrolling. I'm like, fuck. And you bring yourself back and then I don't know. Once you, it's, it's easier once you start getting something going too. Like once you actually start getting some numbers, it's 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 easier to stay motivated. But like you have to like grind through that dirt and like trust the process and yeah. Hey Kyle, this is Up Epic. That's U P E T H I C on Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, BeatStars, and YouTube. And I have a question about beat marketing. I came up as a music producer making hard rock, metal, and electronic music, and have only recently started to sell beats. My beats aren't clearly influenced by any recent music producers or rappers. How do I market these slightly different style of beats to rappers who are searching for tight beats that mimic artists that they like that I am not influenced by? Thanks. I mean, just put it up for what it is. Like, I, I can't hear your beats. I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but it doesn't have to be a tight beat. I feel like there's a whole market of just like, there's people looking for, I mean, I can't hear. I don't know what type of beat it is, but say it's like a, It's like some like emotional hip hop beat with guitars on it. It's not necessarily like a trap beat, but like say it's like something like that. Um, you could put it up as, you could put it up as something like as describe the beat. Like a lot of, there's a lot of people making money like doing that, just describing the beat. This is a emotional, sad piano beat with this type of thing you know what i mean like lo-fi or whatever there's tons of ways to just describe it you don't have to stick to type beats yo what's up kyle i'm a big fan of the podcast um the youtube videos keep them coming dude i mean i've been a fan for about a year i want to say maybe a year and a half um the quality keeps getting better and better dude and you're just you're just gonna blow up one day you're just gonna have tons of subscribers and you're just gonna be successful like i already see that but anyways um you, you said to put a shameless plug so here's my shameless plug veltry underscore underscore i got new music coming out i'm a producer slash artist um working on my ep right now for anybody listening to the podcast but um i have two little questions here um one of them is a question for me that i would like you to answer another question is kind of for your sake um to get to know you a little bit better on a more personal level because i feel like um sometimes we don't get to do that as much and so what my first question is is what should a producer slash artist do to quote unquote make it in the industry how can i utilize my time in making beats and songs and also um here's the second question for you kyle um where do you think you would be if you didn't lift yourself up financially um you always talk about being broke in your come up story and i just want to know from your perspective um what if what 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 if what what have it been like if you just sat on your ass and did nothing i'm sorry for 
messing that up, my words, but you get what, <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say. Anyways, thank you, man. I'm going to answer that second one first because I, <laughs> I forget what the first question was. Dude, if I didn't do anything, I would have been fucked. Like the reason why... The reason why there was such a big fire behind everything after college and stuff is because, like, I just knew I couldn't do a normal job. Like, I am the worst employee in the history. And, like, it depends on what it is, obviously. Like, um, I've done tours and, like, I've done a bunch of work for people, like, freelance type of stuff. So, I'm, like, I'm good in that sense. Like, obviously, a producer. I was making custom beats coming up. Like, but, like, I did an internship one summer and I've done, like, other a couple random jobs like I worked at a library in college for like two weeks and then I quit <laughs> it was horrible like I I, I feel like I'm just con- I'm just thinking consciously too much about like um I don't know I feel like I'm constantly just like thinking about my life and just the time ticking away and just uh I don't know I feel like that's one of my better qualities is just re- it's just like realizing that we're all just here sitting on earth and just trying to live our best lives and there's just a crazy opportunity and like i'm just constantly thinking about the opportunity and like i just think that you're, you're i'm just gonna die someday so like what the hell am i gonna work as like a as a uh f- financial planner at a desk job all day hating my life and getting fat like i don't know i just i did it and i just it was like i did an internship for like two months over the summer it was a really good job i don't know how i got it it was a really good internship People make a lot of money at this company and like, oh my God, it was brutal. Like I was depressed in like two months. So I would be in a really bad place mentally. Honestly, I would be quit. I would have quit from like 10 jobs. Like I would just be doing nothing. Like, I don't know, but I don't know. I can't even think about it because that's just not my personality. Like I've been saying that I was going to do something from day one. Uh, I think something that's really important too, that like doesn't get talked about enough by me at least is actually getting good at what you're doing. Like spend the time to get good at making beats. Like it takes a long time to get good at it. If you're trying to be an artist, take the time to get good at being an artist. For example, let's throw Aries out there. Aries is killing it right now pretty much just as an artist. He doesn't really he doesn't need to do YouTube stuff anymore like obviously puts his, he puts stuff on YouTube cuz he's an artist and YouTube is still essential, but like if he never spent all that, like, think about all, like, I don't know. Like, I always just think about all the time that this dude spent making music videos that weren't getting views, making beats that, like, he would show his friends and show his homies and they'd be like, oh, that's sick. And then, like, he'd still have to figure it out and all the time he spent making songs. And then he figured out this YouTube thing and he was just ready to go. He was ready. He had, he edited all his videos. He knew how to edit. Like he knew how to make all of his beats. He knew how to mix and master. He knew how to make great songs and he was ready. You know what I mean? So like either way, you're going to have to spend that time making, getting good at what you're doing. So like make sure you do that. And if you have the time and you're not in like a crunch for making money and like you got to pay rent and you're not like me and you can't go get a job, like if you have time, just like get good at what you're doing because that's you need it. You need it to be successful as like an artist in any kind of genre. And like, I don't know, I would suggest just like building your own brand. Even if you want to be a, like say, 
because I'm always so like anti like signing deals and stuff like that. But like, even if you wanted to get to the point where you wanted to be this huge worldwide, like you wanted to be Drake or some shit like that, you couldn't, I don't think you could really be Drake without signing something. Like you need to have some sort of pieces in place. Like maybe you're Russ and you have like, uh, someone that helps you book tours and stuff like that. And then you, you sign a deal to put an album out and you do like a 50, 50 deal on the album. Like you're going to need something, um, if you wanted to be that big, I think, um, but like build your own brand up first, put out dope songs and get people to like it. Like, I think the internet's getting to a place where like, there's a lot of stuff rising to the top just because it's good, not because people are figuring out how to hack it, which is once again, like I said before, the whole point of algorithms on every single platform. But yeah, make sure you put that time to actually get good at what you're doing. Hey, Cal. My name is Zendo Beats. I am a huge fan of your podcast and your videos on YouTube. I listen to your podcast pretty much every day while I'm at work, and it helps me get through my day and helps motivate me to get home and start making beats. But uh, my question for you would be, what are some tips and tricks to help a beginning producer grow his YouTube channel. I've pretty much thrown my link out. I've posted my music. I've reached out to people and haven't really gotten anywhere, but I mean, I'm going to keep trying. Just thought I'd ask you, see if you could give us producers, beginning producers, some pointers. Anyways, my name is Zendo Beats with an X. You can follow me on Instagram and YouTube. No space. Thank you so much, Kyle. Hope you have a good day. To grow the YouTube, you just got to put out a ton of shit. <laughs> like, you have to put out... By the way, thank you guys for all the support. It's crazy when I hear you guys saying that you listen to my podcast every day. That's insane. Um, but yeah, you just got... You have to put out a ton of stuff. Like, this shit just takes so long. Like, the past two years, I've put out, what, like 360 videos in two years? Like, I don't know, people always, you always think about the point where Kyle's at 220,000 subscribers, getting millions of views a month, but like, um, it takes a while, dude. Like, you have to put out tons and tons of shit. Like, you just have to keep going, and it's just, it's always going to be a slow roll. And like, yeah, there's stuff that happens that like, person puts up one video, but, like, you don't want to be that person that puts up one video and it fucking pops off. You're not going to be re- You're not going to be able to handle it. Like, honestly, I'm working on music, right? I'm putting out music. I'm putting out my own stuff. Um, and it's, like, it's like good enough to put out, I think. Like, obviously, you guys are going to love it. Like, I just want it to be sick because, like, I don't know. Whatever. But, like, I think it's decent. Like, it's pretty good for, like the first fucking songs I'm ever putting out in my entire life. But if this song fucking blows up and gets a hundred million views, like I'm fucked. You know what I mean? And I'm not fucked. Like I'm, I I think I'll be able to handle it views wise. Like I'm going to, like if that happened, I'm putting out a fucking daily vlog. Fuck. You know what I mean? Like I'm just going to gather as many fans as possible and just keep going. But like on the music sense, like it would be way more beneficial if, three to four years from now i don't know i feel like i can improve a lot better than that like let's say two years from now three years from now if two or three years from now one of my songs blows up and gets 100 million views 
because I'm going to be ready for it. Like I'm going to be able to make a song tomorrow. I'm going to be able to like mix way better. I'm going to be able to, I'm going to have a way better mic. I'm going to know the ins and outs of making music like so well. It's like the podcast. It's like if, if I put out this first video on YouTube and the podcast just fucking pops off, like it would be way more beneficial if it popped off three years from now because I have the mic. I can't even figure out the video version right now. You know what I mean? Because it just takes time to figure stuff out. Uh, but I would just suggest just making content, like figure out what you want to make. Like for me, it was always vlogs. Like I like the vloggy style. Um, and like, I like go, I, I don't want all my videos to be me sitting at my computer with my screen recording. Like I, I, as much as I can possibly do, I try to like vlog stuff in and out of the studio. Um, and just like, that's what I always liked. Just like the day in the life shit. And I'm always, that's the stuff I'm always going to like. So you got to figure out what you like, whether it's being behind the scenes and posting beats or whether it's vlogging or whether it's like being a personality that's just on the fucking camera, kind of like a Simon Cerita or something like that. Or if you just want your head in the top corner of the screen or you're screen recording, um, or you're live streaming, you have to figure out what you want and then just put out stuff for that and then continue to like look at your, continue to critique yourself and get better at music and get better. And it's just like a, dude, it's a snowball. It's a snowball effect and there's no way to get around it. And if you, and if you do get around it, then you're fucked because you can't maintain it. <laughs> so like just believe in the process and just, that's it. That's it. I'm sorry. I just know it's it's hard to hear when you don't know, but like that's literally the answer and it's the only answer. And then it's just like fuck it. It's like it's it's almost like it's almost kind of calming because if I put a video out and it doesn't get 150,000 views, it's like I know I know I'm not fucked. I know I'm on the I'm I'm on the right path. You know what I mean? It's just like your video you put it out and it has 4 views. Like look at my if you scroll down on my main page of my channel and look at making a beat series or whatever, or go to my oldest vlogs, those vlogs have thousands of views now. Those videos have like that one video has like 10,000 views or something like that, or like more it has like 20,000 views, like making a beat episode one. That shit had like 10 views when I posted it. And because all the people now watching it has, it has more, but yeah, it's a, it's a very long snowball effect, snowball effect. Is that the right way to say it? I don't know. Hey Carl, my name is Empty Beats from the UK. I'd like to say thanks to your podcast and everything you put into the producing community. It means means a lot to me. Um, my question for you is, what's one of the things that helps you finish beats and be f- efficient at finishing stuff? Because this is something I've always struggled with, actually just finishing tracks. Um, yeah, if you've got any advice on that, would be much appreciated. Thanks, man. So... I'm guessing you're talking about like the arrangement and like finish up a finish up a beat. Um, so when I get everything into a pattern, I usually just let it loop over and over. I just keep it in a pattern, right? Pattern one, whatever. I just let it loop. Say there's like three melodies, two main melodies, and then like a counter mel like a like a big counter melody for like the hook or something like that. Let's just pretend. And you got all the drum sounds. Basically, what this is the way I do it. I just solo everything until I figure out. Oh, this is how. I kind of just let things loop and solo everything until I just hear in my head like, oh, this is how I want to do it. I want to have, I want to have it. Uh, and this is like this comes with like having your skills up too, because like 
once you do this over and over, you're going to know what goes, like you're going to hear a certain thing and you'll be like, oh no, this needs a bridge right here. This needs a baseline and just the melodies to, to bridge into the verse. Or it's like, oh no, the verse should just drop with just the hi-hat and the clap like, and get rid of all the other drums and then the drums should come in after. Or no, this should, the, the beginning of the song could just drop with the drop right away like that Magnolia song with Playboy Cardi. It should just, it should just be like one of those, one of those songs that just loops over and over. Um, so that it comes with experience too, but also, um, like for a beat, like, I don't know, just listen to songs and, and, uh, listen to how they're arranged. Like usually it starts off with some sort of intro, just the melodies. And then it comes with the big drop and then it drops for a little bit and then goes into maybe a bridge or it just goes right into the verse. And it's like eight bar, 16 bar hook. And then this is, this is what I do usually. And then it goes right to the verse. So maybe just like a hi-hat clap and then the 808 comes in and then the counter melody comes back in and then back, then maybe a bridge before the hook and then the hook comes in. Um, and just get it a P like if you're, I don't know what you're trying to do, but if you're trying to sell beats or like get rappers to listen to it or, or rap on them yourself, just get it to a point where it's like, you can kind of hum some stuff and it kind of flows together. There's no part where it kind of just like interrupts it and you go, oh, that doesn't really fit there. As long as it flows together and people can catch the vibe of the beat, like chances are they're going to change something up. Like if you're in the studio, they're going to be like, no, 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 that, that bridge needs to go before the hook and then goes into the hook or you need to take that bass line out and you're going to give someone the stems and they're going to mess around with it anyway. So you just want to get to the point where you can kind of vibe, vibe out with it. That's what I've noticed too, making songs is like, 99% of the time, the beat is going to change up into something else, so. Oh, hey, Kyle. Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to say uh, thank you for your entertaining content you put online. Uh, my question is, uh, how many uh, beats have you made in total uh, in your like lifetime, including the ones you didn't like? Uh, thanks. Including the beats that I didn't like. Uh, let, let's think. All right, so the past two years, we'll say I made like 400 beats the past two years. We'll say 360 videos or something like that. And then like on top of that, probably like 40 beats just kind of on their own, we'll say. That, sound, that sounds about right, actually. So 400 beats the past two years. And then from there, um, honestly, until I started doing YouTube, I wasn't making beats that much. So before that, I probably made like 500 beats my entire life <laughs> or like something like that. Five, maybe 600, oh, maybe like seven, 750 or something like that. Maybe 700 I'm thinking of before. Cause I took breaks. I mean, when I was in college, like first learning everything, I definitely was making beats like a lot and just like not very good ones. And I would just be letting them loop over and over. I feel like a lot of people stress too much too. Cause they hear people's beats on the internet and they're like, how do I get my beats to sound like that? But you're just not going to <laughs> like, <laughs> I was doing this in like 2013. I'm in a music lab trying to figure this stuff out. Like that's six years ago. And now I'm getting to the point where like the past year I've actually started really liking my beats and like get, kind of figuring everything out. Even though I had ideas, like you don't get your skills up for, it takes like a few, a couple of years at least to get your beats to the point where they're like, decent you know what i mean and that's like a couple of years of like going hard every single day but yeah five to seven five to eight hundred maybe 
in my life. That's crazy. Well, I'm having a hard time growing my type beat channel on YouTube. It's Indo Beats. I upload every day, but there's still no progress and improvement. Like, can someone grow a type beat channel in 2019? And if it's so, to any advice? All right. Well, um, I could barely hear you, but because there was a beat playing. But um, yeah, I mean, people have grown channels. Like, I don't know. Like, you have to do things that other people aren't doing. That's that's like the key. You have to think outside the box. Do something. So do something that you think will work, and then like stick to it. That's the only way to do it. I feel like a lot. This such. A, I mean. I have done the same exact thing. You see something that works. Like this is what I was trying to do coming up too. So I, this is why I, I get frustrated because I'm just like, I look at myself and I'm just like, that will not fucking work. Don't just copy the same shit someone else is doing. It's just not going to work. Um, but I feel like a lot of people see like, oh, fucking this producer's blowing up by, by posting pixelated emojis as as their uh, thing like let's do that and it just doesn't work and then, and then this other producer's blown up with with videos where he's doing this in his videos and blah 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 like let's just do that and you're just always going to be the b version of that so you have to come up you have to get who would have thought you have to get creative to be successful in a creative industry um and think outside the box and be and work hard and and put out a lot of fucking shit and it's not going to work for a long time and that's it. I mean, I've seen a lot of, and I've seen a lot of people uh, grow their type B channels and grow beats. I think that that whole industry is going to continue to grow. Like a lot of like a lot of rappers now know that they can just go online and find beats and lease them. Like it's it's like common knowledge now in like the rapper community. So, yeah. Hey Kyle. So I listened to your uh, podcast with uh, Origami. It was dope, but my question is how do you approach people how did you used to approach people when you sold beats on Instagram, like rappers? Thank you. So I told that story on Instagram or about Instagram on YouTube. I told it on YouTube. That video has hundreds of thousands of views now. And I'm sure everyone's just fucking <laughs> DMing people on Instagram now because of it. But I told that story um, essentially just to like just to see patterns in life and it's almost like why it's why people are smarter when they get older because they go hey this happened before and this this happened like this it's like it's why gary v knows everything about everything because he saw how he saw radio go to television and when everyone was talking about television all the radio people were like oh that's stupid fuck radio and all the music people were like oh that's stupid and then the people that capitalized on television were the people that won and it's like the same with everything um and that's why i want to tell that story so you guys could kind of see what i did and maybe there's another place to do it i mean dude like fucking tiktok is like getting tiktok is getting numbers right now what producers came up on tiktok you know what i mean fucking there's your answer you know what i mean like i don't that's, maybe that's not your answer but like you have to do some shit like that or or like do something different on Instagram because everyone's fucking DMing people now. And when I was like commenting on people's posts and hitting people up, it was in two, it was like 2015. You know what I mean? Like 
that no one was doing it like the way I was doing it. And that's why it worked. And I was making thousands of dollars a week. It's, it's not, it wasn't a video to say, here's the secret, go DM people. You know what I mean? That, that wasn't, that's not going to work. Like people had bots back then on Instagram that, and nobody got blocked. <laughs> like I'm sure everyone's getting fucking blocked now. Like Instagram fixes things. They don't just let you, it's like when YouTube first came out and it's like when YouTube first came out and you could just post like, you could just post Eminem songs and just fucking collect the ad revenue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like things change. And it, it was more so just to tell a story of how I did it. Like that was years ago. That was like, th- that was like three, four years ago that I was figuring all that stuff out. Um, and it's, and like Instagram is still super relevant. So you can easily grow through Instagram. But um, to answer your question, what I would say that was a little rant to answer your question. I would just, I would just say, yo, I'm a producer. Hit me up. That's it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm like, yo, I make beats. Hit me up. I would just, I would comment on one of their posts and say, yo, I make beats. Hit me up. And that's it. And then they would answer back. And then I would say, I would say my, sh- my shtick, whatever it was. And they'd be, and they'd be like, yo, all right, word, that's, that's ill. I'm going to check you out. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm sure now, like if a rapper sees that shit, they're like, all right, can you get the fuck, can you stop spamming my inbox? You know what I mean? Cause it, that's just how it works, man. Marketers ruin everything. Another Gary V quote, marketers ruin everything. And I fucking ruined it for you guys. <laughs> it's like clickbait, man. Like people don't, people are like starting to not fall for clickbait is turning into like clickbait is no longer like arrows and like crazy shit like that clickbait is more i mean that shit still works but like clickbait is more just like actual bait to make you click with the title and the thumbnail and the and the i don't know things change you just have to think outside the box i don't know sorry that's kind of not the greatest answer but hey carl dougie beats here from soundcloud my question for you is what would be your one piece of advice to broaden your audience on social media Cheers, mate. My one piece of advice to broaden your audience on social media is learn how to put out content. Think outside the box. Create something that you like and just put out content. (laughs) And just put out stuff. Um, I feel like there's a lot of wiggle room for... If you watch one of my latest videos, like... I think it was called like Instagram producers are insane or something like that. LOL. That was the name. That was the title. It's like my second most recent video. There's a lot of producers on there that are just doing something completely different. So that's my best advice is find a social media. That's, that's like somewhat relevant. Find a place where people, people's attention are and just put out stuff that's authentic to you and that you think people will like and that's it and it's like dude it's so crazy because like it depends on what you're trying to do like there's some producers listening to this that want placements there's some producers that are trying to grow a youtube channel there's some producers that want to put out tight beats and sell beats so you have to know what your goals are and then put out content to match those goals you know what i mean like if you want placements you just need to hit up like rappers and build your brand a little bit and you know what i mean you just need to get in studios and you know what i mean like that's that's what you need to do is like get in studios and do stuff like that like um and get better at making beats get really good at making beats like it kind of just depends what you want i guess hey kyle 
इट्स हैप्पी सोल सो माई क्वेश्चन इज दैट हाउ कैन आई प्रमोट माई सेल्फ एट बीच स्टार एंड एट ऑनलाइन लेवल लाइक यूट्यूब एंड Instagram because I'm making beats from one year and nobody knows that I'm on this social media and beats the I've I have some issues with that Thank you that's my question by the way big fan So um Instagram is like I have a love hate thing with Instagram like my Instagram only started to get like views because I had kind of an audience being directed towards it. Like I told all of you guys to go follow me on Instagram at Kyle Garvin Beats on YouTube, on the podcast, on wherever. My The best way to get discovered is like on something similar to, it's like on something like YouTube. That's the best way to get discovered. Um, and you can do it on Instagram. Like you could do it on Instagram. Like you can use hashtags, but... Um, I don't know, it's tricky. It's just a hustle, man. Just putting out... Con- they, dude, they, I, don't, I don't know, dude. Like, it is a hustle, man. It is a hustle. Just You just have to fucking put shit out. It's it's hard. Like, coming like coming up and, like, trying to get that first buzz is hard, dude. Like, you have to just put out tons of shit <laughs> on everything. Use hashtags. You, you have to be obsessed with it, man. Like, I, I it's hard to answer a question like that because I'm not at zero follower or i'm not at 150 followers on instagram and i'm not at i'm not at three three subscribers on youtube and have two videos you know what i mean i'm just not there so i'm not in it thinking about it but like you have to be obsessed with it all day and all night putting out things that you think are going to stick and those hundred views that you get you have to cherish those and get those people coming back and and build that snowball from the ground up. You know what I mean? Like if you have a small following base, like you should be answering every single person that hits you up. Like, dude, I was fucking, I was live streaming with three people in the live stream on YouTube. And I live streamed for about four hours and I was making beats for three people. And I was fucking hyped. Like you have to be in that level where you're, you just want to grow the shit and just, you have to hustle, dude. It's like, that's, that is the answer. Like as as fucking horrible as that sounds, like you have to figure it out and like use everything that you can use, use the search engines, like have your search engine optimization good, like figure out what people are searching and, and like post stuff on YouTube and post stuff on Instagram, use hashtags, try to collab with people that are a little bit bigger than you to get your name out there more and, and do do everything you can possibly do and just be obsessed with it because if you're not then you're not going to fucking succeed and that's it and everyone's going to go on living their lives like at the end of the day you're trying to do this for yourself and i don't know if you don't then whatever no one's going to care so it just takes a lot of work man like i hate to say it but that's like a lot of the it's a lot of the answers dude like a lot of these people that are succeeding were kind of like down to their fucking last straw you know what I mean and just like figuring it out just like me but yeah uh, first of all I would like to say thanks for your entertaining content online my question is uh, how many beats do you think you have made in total including beats you didn't like when you were starting off thanks uh, this is Wasim from Houston Texas first of all shout out to everyone dude like this is crazy like shout out to everyone what well, we had we had from, one from London I heard london australia there there was other countries in there too like there's a lot of different countries you could see it when they 
left their message. Texas, like, this, it's crazy. Everyone all over the world is, is like, following me. It's like, it's like insane to think about. Like, that's why I like doing the voice film ones because I can hear people's voices and it's just like, because I just look at it as fucking numbers. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I've met any of you guys. Like, I don't know. Anyways, but that was the same question as before. I would say like five, 500 to 1,000. Maybe I'm like underballing, under, underplaying it. I don't know. Maybe it's probably more, but I don't know. It feels like a lot, dude. I used to spend way more times, on, way more time on beats, dude. Like back in the day, that's why I wasn't making too many, cause I would just go into my old beat and try to, and just, I would just be putting lipstick on a pig, is what they call it. Like it would be, a, it would be a beat that's like okay, and I would just be doing all this fucking shit to it, adding like 300 melodies and just crazy stuff like that. Um, so like I definitely could have made more beats for sure. Like I definitely, I put a lot, I think if you add up the hours, there's a lot of fucking hours in there, dude. Like there's a lot of hours. I, I was just someone who would just always go back into old beats and try to fix them instead of starting a new one. But yeah, that's the end of this podcast. Wow. Amazing podcast. Um, thank you guys so much for supporting like I will never get over the fact that everyone's supporting me. Like I said, keep an eye out. Make sure you turn my notifications on on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, can you turn story notifications on? Is that a thing? I don't know. But like, keep an eye out for my social media when I do this again. If you're listening and you want to submit. Um, thank you to everyone supporting the podcast. Has been blowing up. I have like special episodes coming trust me i got special episodes i'm trying to do more episodes i got episodes with that are gonna have multiple people in it wow that's crazy let's get it um so yeah i'm trying to like i'm trying to do two a week man like if we get one with a guest or a couple guests and then one with and then one with a voice memo or like some other type of scenario some other type of thing um Maybe some other like mini, like a mini, I feel like the voice memo thing is kind of like a mini series on here. But anyways, it's crazy. It's lit. It's lit. We're out here making beats. My name is Kyle Beats. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Until the next one, which hopefully is soon. See you guys in the next one. Thanks for watching. Go subscribe to my YouTube. Peace.